The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. show you're listening to rail of sports on the voice america network i'm in phoenix living like it matters what matters to me well come on really <laughs> you gotta uh there was something significant that happened uh this week and uh i, I think for those of us uh, around this world that pay a little bit of attention to football um it was it was something that was uh both we celebratory and and, and kind of sad at the same time uh that's of course that uh 18, got 18 in, and he's done. Peyton is done. Peyton has decided that it's, it's time for him to hang it up and uh, move on to a world uh, without playing football. And to many of you, that may seem like it's going to be, you know, something easy to do. Uh, you know, guys got all kind of money, you know, been very successful, went out and said Super Bowl champion. Uh, what else could you want? You know, Super Bowl champion for two separate teams, played in four Super Bowls. I guess what you could want is to play football for the rest of your life uh, because it's, it's that kind of game. You, you get that kind of feeling from, from that kind of game. I'm sure there's something in your life, or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe there's something that you've done in your life that you wish you could do it all the time. Uh, that's what football gives you, that, that, that experience and, and that feeling that, I, you know, I wish I could do this all the time for the rest of my life. At least on Sundays and Mondays. And for those of you out there who listen to Rail of Sports, uh, of course you know how I feel about that. Sunday being the most important day because it's game day. You may play a game on, yeah, you may play Monday every now and then, maybe Thursday. But Sunday. Monday night is something special too. So is Sunday night because they're national broadcast games. And normally... You're the only one. Every now and then, we might have a double hitter at the beginning of the year. When we start off the football season, it might be a double hitter to start it off. But traditionally, you're the only NFL game that's on on Monday night. And after all, Monday night football, we, we all remember Howard Cosell just made it something that was so special. I know that I couldn't wait to play my first Monday night football game and uh, never forget it. You know, it was exciting. We didn't win. Uh, but played the Miami Dolphins, and uh, it was just something amazing. But but Peyton has has hung it up. He's done, and 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 he said the emotions are going to. Be, how in the world could you possibly feel as if you're not going to miss the game? You know, it's something that you love. Game day is Sunday, payday is Monday. You love them both. Do you love one more than the other? I think it's 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 it's, it's in the moment. 
It's the moment you get that paycheck deposited into your account or you get that paycheck they hand it to you. Uh, you enjoy that moment. <laughs> when you play that game, you throw that touchdown pass, you elude that sack and, you know, you make something happen. You improvise, you dump a little screen off somebody, you know, runs it about another 50 yards and score and you get a touchdown pass for 45 yards and you threw the ball. Is he going to, he's going to miss. But the feelings that he had, it's one of those things, football, professional sports, I'm because anybody who played at the highest level, baseball, uh, basketball, and football in particular, maybe hockey may be the same, because you fill these arenas and you have thousands of people, tens of thousands of people all watching you, knowing exactly if you did what you were supposed to do or if you did not, if you made a mistake. Because they know the game. And so they're, they're, they're watching you. Everybody's watching you. They're going to be talking about you. If you make the play, the announcer's going to make, he's going to say your name. If you, if you messed up on the play, the announcer's going to say your name. But at the same time, it's one of these things where instantly a million or tens of millions of people know your name. That was the name that was mentioned and all millions of people around the world heard your name. Now, is that an egotistical thing? I, I don't know if it's about the egotistical that they heard your name, but it's just that's just some of the elements of, of what happens when you play this game. People all over the world and not just here in the United States of America, but all over the world. Peyton Manning is a name that they mm, I've heard I've heard that name someplace before, haven't I? Peyton Manning, did you do something? And Peyton would give you that, you know, that kind of grinny kind of look. Yeah, I used to do I used to do something. Can't remember what it was, but I used to do something. Peyton Manning no longer playing football. Not so much no longer playing football for the Denver Broncos, but Peyton Manning not playing football for the NFL. <laughs> because he's certainly going into the Hall of Fame. I would say he goes into the Hall of Fame as a Baltimore coach. You have to pick one team or the other. Uh, I think that he understands that John Elway is the face of that team. Uh, John Elway was uh, also the person responsible for bringing him in there. When we all thought Peyton, and I included, and I'm going to say this to you, I'm not going to change my story. Uh, I wanted Peyton to retire for health reasons. I just didn't think he should do it. And God only knows his health may be better than mine. I got a few years on him, uh, but still his health could be, you know, when he left the game, when I left the game, he may have left in a better condition than I did, but, but I never had the neck operations that he did. Uh, I had hernia discs and bone spurs and, you know, still being affected by it, but um, not to the degree that, that he has had to have some medical attention. I didn't have it to that degree. But certainly, I was concerned because of those reasons. I was concerned about Peyton Manning's health. I didn't want Peyton Manning, who we all love to see play, leave the game and that we watch him and we see him a few years, you know, or even in that case, my concern, it wouldn't have been a few years. It would have been a few moments of which we'd have saw Peyton and he would have looked different because he would have got injury. I was, I was concerned about Peyton, the man, getting injured. And I, I didn't want that to happen because Peyton the man is a father. Peyton the man is a son. Peyton the man is a brother. Peyton the man is a friend. Peyton the man is somebody who gave fans across the world 
good football for a number of years that he didn't have to keep playing those last few years that he played in Denver. He could have walked away. We may have been satisfied, but he wasn't satisfied. And and I'm going to stick I'm going to stick my neck out here a little bit. And I'm just going to say that I just no, I'm not sure that Peyton could live with the fact that Eli would have more Super Bowl rings than he would. I, I'm I'm going to be honest. I think that I think that was some sibling rivalry going on at his best right there. I, I just really really believe that. I just don't think he could let it happen like that. I mean, basically, oh, he was close to having all the records that he has now. Uh, he just you know moved them up a notch and made it harder for people to try to reach him. But the ones that he didn't have, you know, he achieved in the last couple of years. So maybe he was chasing a couple other records. I think he was chasing Eli. I just got to, I'm just going to be honest. I think he was chasing Eli. And they're not going to sit there at the table. Dad has already done his thing. Dad, nope. Dad, you, you, you set the plate, set the table. But, you know, you, you were very good, Dad, but you didn't get those rings like Eli had. And you didn't get the, even a ring like Peyton had. But now it's rings within that family. So I think Peyton is feeling a little content now with that. But I, I really do believe that was a major issue that, that, that he stuck around for. But I, I got to give it up to him. Uh, the man, uh, he surprised a lot of us this year. Uh, he deserved winning that Super Bowl. He played a game, and, and I don't believe that quarterbacks manage games. Nah, they don't manage. People manage from the side. People that manage, let's be honest, do managers do a lot or do they tell you to do a lot? A lot of times the manager is making you do a lot, and they don't do a lot. But I'm sorry, but a quarterback does a lot. He tells everybody when, he, when they get in that huddle or when they're at the line of scrimmage, he tells everybody what to do. Everybody. Managers usually tell everybody what to do as well. But then they go back to their office. And then they watch you and see how well you do what they told you to do. Peyton, on the other hand, is not managing. He's simply giving some instructions that he got from the sidelines and somebody on the sidelines told him what to do. He then shared that information with, you know, with the other fans because everybody's got, with the other teammates, because everybody's got something to do. It's not just him. They're just going to tell him, Peyton, I tell you what, we want you to tell them what to do. And then they do what they do, and then you do, you contribute as well. You don't just tell them what to do. You got something you got to do as well. And it starts off with you in that center. If you guys don't get it right, then nobody's going to get it right. Quarterbacks don't manage the game. Quarterbacks execute. They play the game. They play the game. I don't want that. Whoever, they keep using that term. That is not the truth. Coaches, front office people, they manage. Football's a game that's played. You got to execute. You got something on paper or somebody told you something and then you got to do it. That's what you do it. And if you're participating, you're doing it, then I'm sorry. You're not that person that's, a, uh, you're not managing. Uh, you're not, no, you're not managing at all. You're, you're, you're doing. So I'll tell you what. I'm going to continue to talk about Peyton. I'm, I'm really fascinated by somebody who could play pro football that long. It's not easy to do, man. I, I, I got seven years in, and it felt like I got 70 in. And here's a man who 18 got 18 in. So I'm, I'm happy for him. 
He deserved it. So we're going to talk about Peyton Manning a little bit when we come back. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And what matters to me? Well, 18 got 18 in. So 18 is, is, is going to hang it up, and we're, we're just going to have to accept that. We're going to have to accept the fact that uh, the National Football League is going to exist. And, and this is the part that I want to talk about now. The National Football League is going to exist without... I mean, on paper, you, you got to acknowledge it. Peyton Manning may now be the greatest quarterback to ever play football in the National Football League. I mean, he's listen, he's been to four Super Bowls. I think he's been MVP a few times. He got a couple Super Bowl rings. You know, um, he's got all these records. What, what what can you say? Can you can you really dispute that? I'm not I'm not sure you really can. And so, but Peyton's gonna leave the game. Here is what I want some people out there to understand. And when I say some people, right now I'm really talking about a younger group of young men that are playing this game today and that are going to play the game in the future. I played this game in 1981, was my rookie year, and I retired in 1989. Okay? I know that there are many, many people out there, you know, who basically, you know, look at the football game, and and I guess they think that, you know, hey, this football game is, you know, it's a great game, and, and they love it, and, 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 you know, wow, just think about 
if I could have ever played that game, you know, what I could have done. There are a lot of people who think about that. If they could have ever played the game, how special that would have been to them. There are people out there who, who, who wish they could have played and did everything they could and they tried to play and they, and they just couldn't make it. And then there's those out there who played the game, but they didn't get to play the game as long as they wanted to play the game. And then there's people out there who played the game and injuries cut their career short. And then you get a couple people like Peyton, and I'm not even sure, you know, had there not been some other stuff lingering that Peyton would have walked away, but that's always good for conversation. You know, it's always a, well, what if? Okay, that's good for conversation. But let's just say Peyton was going to walk away. There are very, very, very few who get to do it like that. Ray Lewis got a chance to do it like that. Ray hung up his cliques. I think John Elway, if I'm not mistaken, John did it the same way. Won the Super Bowl and hung up his cliques. There are very few people who do it like that. Do it the, you know, the great ones that get a chance to do it the right way. I mean, I'm watching Kobe Bryant play basketball right now. That's not the right way. Not for Kobe. That's not the right way. You know, Michael Jordan played with the Wizards. That, that's not the right way. Not, not for him. You know, I, I, I think the only person I'm going to say, the reason why I think it was the right way for him was it was just we were okay with it because he was one of the first ones to do it. And I think Julius Irving and, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I think those were two men that at that time, the pressure wasn't still on them to deliver a championship. It was like there was some new blood, and we understand there was some new blood, and, and you were on, you know, you were on your way out, and we understood that you'd given us enough. It was time to hand the torch off, and we were okay with that because we felt as if, you know, okay, the league is in good shape because it's in good hands because, you know, the people that, you know, you're going to hand it off to, we trust them. We're buying tickets to see them. They're performing. They are professionals. They respect the sport. The sport is in a good condition. It's okay. We can survive without you. This football league, the National Football League, it can survive without Peyton. Peyton, we, need, we needed Peyton Manning to be in the National Football League for as long as he was. Because he made, he made it competitive. It, you couldn't have a conversation about who was going to win the Super Bowl without considering, okay, wh- where's Peyton at? Who, who's Peyton pay, playing for? Is he, is, is he in Denver or is he with the Colts? Because wherever he is, okay, we got to consider that team. That's just the truth. That's how good he, that's how good he was. And it was because, again, he's, he's done playing now. That's how good he was. So you, so you had to consider where is Peyton, and yeah, if nothing else, they're going to get a, they're going to get a seat to the dance. Just look at Peyton's career. I think he, I doubt that there was maybe out of eighteen years, I, I'd say five. I don't have it in front of me. Forgive me. This is all from the heart today, folks. I want you to know that this is from the heart. I, no notes. Not, I'm, I'm prepared, but this is from the heart. I, I already talk, thought about it, looked at it, researched it, did everything, but I just wanted to get this from the heart. This is ball player to ball player that I just appreciate what he gave to the game for so long. 
And so I'm, I'm, I'm sharing just, you know, how I feel about that. So, so Peyton, no, that's just the fact that he's in the conversation about playoffs every year, every year. You know, Peyton is, is, is there. You, you want to consider where he's, where's he at, you know? And so right now, Peyton steps away. Peyton steps away. Is there still, it's like, you know, it's almost like, you know, it's, let's, let's compare, but, but we have more people and more teams. But it's like boxing, the heavyweight division. There is not a heavyweight out there now. I mean, I don't believe since Mike Tyson left, and we had Evander Holyfield, but Evander, and everybody, we loved Evander. But Evander still, Evander wasn't the draw that Mike Tyson was. Evander wasn't the draw that Muhammad Ali was. Evander wasn't the draw, certainly, you know, even not a heavyweight, but as Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray was the was a draw. You had to see a Sugar Ray fight. You had to see a Mike Tyson fight. You had to see a Muhammad Ali fight. You know, even Joe Frazier, you had to see Joe Frazier's fights. We, we've lost that in boxing right now. We, we had it for Floyd Mayweather a little bit. But but even now with Floyd, because of the fact that, you know, there were some people out there, you know, some of the big boy shows that didn't necessarily think that, you know, the Floyd gave his all. That Floyd knew he was, he was a master at boxing. He knew how to box and beat you. He didn't fight you and beat you up. He boxed and beat you. He didn't fight you. No, he didn't do that. He, he was a master at what he did, and he still is. But but let's get back to Peyton Manning because, see, Peyton and then leaving his sport, um, the sport is in good hands. And and so because it's in good hands, now we got Tom Brady out there. What's, what's Tom going to do? How about Flacco? Flacco coming back off some injuries. Is, is Flacco going to be okay? What about Cam? How's Cam going to do? Okay. Uh, you know, we, we got a couple people out there, you know, uh, we still got some other quarterbacks out there. Are they ready to? Who is ready to step up? And ho- right now, I'd have to say that even though it's been a quiet off season, you know, there's still a little bit of flack going on about Tom Brady. You see, Roger Goodell and the National Football League can't let anybody beat them at anything. You have to understand is they, they can't let anybody beat them. So as much as we want this league and we want Peyton to hand it off, and some people want him to hand it off to Tom Brady, and then some people don't want the Patriots. They, they got enough. They want enough. They cheated enough. You know, no, don't give it to the Patriots. And then you got some people that don't, that maybe they don't want to give it to Cam. But Cam, I can, you can say what you want to. The adults might not want them to give it to Cam. But the kids around the country, <laughs> the kids have already said, give it to Cam. Hand it to Cam because Cam will hand it to us in the stands. But who? Who is going to? Is somebody going to step up and take it? Because I don't think Peyton handed it to anybody. Because Tom couldn't really take it because Tom's got some baggage he's got to deal with. He's got to, he got to deal with this baggage and it's all about cheating. So that's going to tarnish Tom's record. We got a little bit going on in Peyton, but if Peyton said he didn't want to talk about anything that happened when he was 19 years old, I'm not going to spend any time talking about something that happened to him when he was 19 years old, especially when he's twice as old as that now. The man is, what, he'll be 40 if he's not 40? And if we're talking about something that happened in 19, and he, if he said he doesn't want to talk about it, I'm not going to talk about it. 
So let so let's 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 talk about the fact that who is he handing and the fact that there's not somebody who's got their hand way up there to take it. Because again, you know, for Tom Brady, again, Tom, you gotta remember it's been a couple years now. And and you you it's, it's just like what is going to happen with the National Football League and the quarterback? Is Big Ben Big Ben wanna take it on? I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if Big Ben wants to take it on. You know, you know, we don't know who is going to be the next, you know, superstar quarterback. We got some good guys. They're, they're, they're all very, very good. We got a couple Hall of Famers there. We we know, of course, that uh, we know where Tom's going. You know, Tom's going to be in Canton. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think Ben's going to be in Canton. So we got to, you know, I'm not going to give it to Drew Brees yet. I don't think Drew's, nah. I can't say that, but I can tell you Tom Brady's, they, they, they're, they're already, they got a statue for Tom that they, they probably, it, they just flattened it out right yet. They haven't started making the definitions yet, no. And then for Ben, they got a big old round head one for Ben yet. They no, not, not starting to find it yet. But those are two guys who, you know, I've, you know it's, it's my home, so I, I, I already know, in case you want to know how I know. You know, it's my home, so you know, I pretty much know who, who's got a seat there. They're waiting on those guys. They're just taking a little time to get there, but uh, they'll get there. And Peyton, oh yes, uh, Peyton first round ballot, uh, yes. Speaking of first round ballot, that's what we're going to talk about next. Peyton Manning a first round ballot, okay. But Peyton Manning has a teammate that helped him get in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Who's going to be inducted this summer? Yeah. Marvin Harris. Marvin's going to be inducted. But Marvin, I guess there was a little chit-chat about somebody else who did not make it into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So we're going to talk about that a little bit on the other side. After this break, you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back after this break. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
living like it matters. And of course, what matters to me is 18. Got 18 in, and now he's out. Peyton Manning, Pro Football Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, let me say it like that. Peyton Manning uh, will no longer be playing for the Denver Broncos, and he will adjust his life now and his lifestyle to one who was a former football player in the National Football League, and that is not going to be easy, regardless of how much money, how much fame, how much glory. Nothing like the locker room, man. Nothing like the locker room. Nothing like walking out in that stadium and there's about 70,000 people. The majority of them are cheering for you. There's nothing like standing up on that, and I don't know what this feels like, to stand up on that, that, that podium at the end of a Super Bowl and thrust up high that championship trophy. Don't know what that feels like. I can only imagine. I've been close enough to imagine it, but I don't know what that feels like. But I can imagine that's a natural high, too. And it's just one of those things where it's how many of you out there, is there something that you've done that you feel like, man, I could do this every day for the rest of my life. I'd do it again all over. I keep doing it. Man, I wish I could do this forever. When you play football, that's what you feel like. You wish you could play that game forever. And when you walk away from it, you realize how much you wish you could play it forever. But it's one of those things where you, you know, life progresses on and, and you find something else. You know, I always ask people, is there something that you do that, that feels as good as that? No, 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 no. It's, it's a different kind of feeling. You know, we ain't talking about no intimacy, but I'm talking about, you know, something that you do uh, uh, as a, well, that's a job. It's a job. It's not leisurely. We play football leisurely, but, you know, ah, okay. So we, we stop going out playing, you know, seven on seven. We don't do that anymore. But when you're in the stadium, nothing like it. But anyway, I talked about how Peyton was leaving this game and the condition that he was leaving the game in. And again, um, you know, basketball and baseball have gone through these things. I don't think football, I, I can't recall football except if there was a strike. Football, we've never experienced where there is somewhat of a um, a lack of interest, if you will, and support in our game. Never. You know, we, you know, people have been, you think about the movie Concussion. You know, I think if there's anything, now it may have affected, you know, maybe future generations of people considering playing, but it did not affect the numbers. I think the game came, I mean, the, the movie came out, what, you know, around Christmas, I saw, I saw it Christmas Day, and yet and still, the playoffs, viewership wasn't down, probably was up. You know, the playoffs, great playoffs, Super Bowl, great Super Bowl, people watched the game. Now, it was probably somebody who may have taken the movie into consideration, and because of the movie, perhaps maybe... Mm, it might make them think a little bit more. It certainly made me think a little bit more, but my playing days are over with. But my perspective and how I would share with somebody else, well, I told you earlier, I was concerned about Peyton's health. So I'm always concerned about anybody's health who plays the game. Your health comes first. That should always be how you determine your decision of if you will play or if you won't play. And in my case, when I talked to my doctors, when I thought I was at a critical stage in terms of my health, I made a decision and I asked that doctor, you know, would you advise me? She told me, and I noticed I said she. 
Dr. Chu, Pennsylvania Hospital, Jennifer Chu. Uh, Dr. Chu told me she would never advise me to play football again in the condition I was in. That's all I needed to hear. If, if she's going to say that, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go and try it again. I, why do I need to try to prove a doctor wrong? Now, again, this was somebody who was not a part of any, you know, football organization. This was an independent opinion that I got. And with my neck in the position, in condition that it was of bone spurs and herniated disc, um, she said, no, I wouldn't advise you. So I, so I didn't even try, you know. I decided, okay, it's time to hang it up. And so let's, let's move forward because I don't want to get into anything sad about Peyton. I talked about the condition he left the game in. We got some good quarterbacks out there. We discussed a few of those guys. Again, you got Tom Brady out there. You know, you got Ben, Big Ben out there. You got, you got Drew Brees out there. You got Cam out there. You know, you got Russell Wilson out there. You got some good quarterbacks. The, the game is in a good condition. It's, it's okay. We don't need Peyton to be on TV every week. You know how some players can, can carry the sport? Michael Jordan, like, carried basketball, but there were some other good basketball players, but he was a big name, and, and when Michael was away from basketball, it was a little bit different. When Michael took those couple years off, you remember? I think Detroit, the bad boys won a couple of those series. Uh, maybe somebody else won some, but, but, but it was different. And then Mike came back and took a couple championships with him, too, and then he, then he left the game again. So, so let's... Enjoy this sport for being left in the hands of some men that could still drive the demand for this game on Sundays. Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, Ben, big, big, big Ben, Tom, Tom Brady. And, and of course, uh, Drew Brees wants to get into that conversation as well. So, so he, but let me go beyond that. And I mentioned to you, if you recall, I said that Tom uh, I'm sorry, that Peyton was going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I do believe he is. I know there's some stuff that's going on, but we ain't going to talk about that. Peyton, no one, we don't want to talk about it. 20 years ago, I don't know what happened. I, I don't have all the details. But I certainly think for what he's done on the football field, uh, and that's going to be about maybe five years from now that he's going to be up. Um, seven at the most, but I think it's five years his name will come up. So that would make it, uh, you know, what, 25 years ago? When it's time for him to go on, they're going to, yeah, okay, so first ballot. But Marvin Harrison, a teammate of Peyton Manning, probably equally responsible for Peyton's success as he is. Because after all, you got to think about this. I've, I've always thought about this. You know, I wouldn't say that a quarterback, you know, handing the ball off to a running back, that you have to stop and consider, you know, that quarterback handing that ball off to him, you know, he, he if, if he didn't hand that ball off to him, you know, man, you know, uh, he wouldn't have made it to the Hall of Fame. Mm, I don't know about that. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's not a quarterback on the NFL team that can't hand the football off. They can all hand the football off. They can't all throw the ball. I can't believe uh, Johnny Manziel's name is coming up for Denver. Okay, let me stop. Okay, so anyway, uh, and Johnny can throw the ball, too. But I just, I just thought I'd throw that in there real fast make you think about something. Handing the ball off, no, that doesn't contribute to one's Hall of Fame status. It, that's not it. Okay? So, 
but catching the ball. See, a quarterback is not going to get in the Hall of Fame because he hands the ball off. I mean, how many people uh, make the case for, um, let's say, uh, Tony Dorsett's quarterbacks uh, for being in the Hall of Fame because, you know, they handed the ball off to him? You know, how many people make it, uh, you know, are out there fighting for, um, I, I don't know, you, you, you name one of them, Terry Bradshaw, Franco Harris, you know. Um, you know, bring it, let's fast forward and, and come up to today. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. You know, any any of the guys, Wills, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. We don't even know who Tom Brady's running backs are. Who are the running backs for the New England Patriots? We don't know. We don't care. That has nothing to do with it. I mean, in, in the scheme of things, they, they contribute, but that's not what make Tom. That's what not makes Tom Brady the Hall of Fame quarterback that he is. It's not because he hands the ball off real good, and we love the way he hands the ball off. And so that running back doesn't really contribute to his Hall of Fame career. Maybe he changes up the game a little bit, and, you know, because of that, the play-action pass allows Tom to be more effective or Peyton to be more effective because that running back is a good running back, and he gets a lot of yards when he does run the ball, so therefore the linebackers step up and, you know, it's open across the middle, ah, that kind of thing. We're stretching it. But the wide receiver, you cannot tell me that the wide receiver on the other side of the ball is not contributing. At least 50-50. I mean, just think about that. At least 50-50. Because he could throw it. It could, be a per, it could be a beautiful, it could be a perfect pass. It could be a pass and maybe it's not so perfect. And he makes a spectacular catch. But the quarterback doesn't get the yards, nor does he get the touchdown if it results in a touchdown. If the ball is not caught, you could throw the ball 70 yards and all you got is an incomplete pass. If he doesn't catch it, if he doesn't catch it, it's a 70 yard pass. You could throw the ball, you know, 10 yards. It's just an incomplete pass if the receiver doesn't catch it. That's all that, that they don't, you don't get the yardage for it. If it's a, if you throw it a 40 yards to a receiver and it bounces off his hands, it's an incomplete pass. It's not an incomplete 40-yard pass. You don't get credit for throwing the ball 40 yards. You only get credit if, indeed, the receiver catches the pass. That's the only way you get credit. So if half of it is throwing it and the other half is catching, it might be a third. Let's break it down to a third. Why a third? Because the offensive line has to block for you. So the offensive line has to block for you. Then you, the quarterback, have to throw it. And then, yes, the receiver has to catch it. So there's, you know, the quarterback is only doing a third of the work. Now, they don't want to hear that. But in reality, that's the truth. If you do not block Lawrence Taylor coming off the end, come on, what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen. Von Miller, if you don't block Von Miller coming off the end, you know what's going to happen. So you, you, you can't say, you can't discount the line or the, or the running backs. They, they got to block for that quarterback. And then if the quarterback throws the ball, you ever see the quarterback throwing the ball sometimes and the receiver goes one way and the quarterback throws the ball the other way and the ball just bounces off the ground because somebody didn't do something right, either the quarterback or the receiver? You got to do something right. And so, and, 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 
So if if the, and the quarterback throws it and the receiver's the other way, so the quarterback messed up that time. If the receiver hits him in his hands, if he drops it, the receiver messes up that time. Quarterback gets sacks, okay. Offensive lineman missed their block. But there is actually three components to that. So, uh, you know, these quarterbacks, you got to think about it. Marvin Harrison is responsible for a lot of the work that was put in in order to get Peyton into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Marvin is going to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this summer. And Marvin, for whatever reason, is having some dialogue about T.O. I just want to shout out to Marvin and tell Marvin that, man, don't worry about T.O. We can't wait for you to come to Canton. We want you in Canton. T.O.'s going to get his time, but don't let anything distract you from your moment of glory and fame that you deserve. Don't put no tarnishes. You, you got an immaculate record. Don't blem- put no blemishes on that thing, man. Leave it the way it is. You made it. You're in there. We don't care how many times it takes T.O. You could just say to them folks, man, you know, I just, I hope that he gets in one day. But right now, I want to enjoy my moment. Can we talk about my moment? It's not I'm selfish. You know, it's just that they didn't vote him in now. And he may have some records that are, you know, better than mine. But this is my time. Can I enjoy my time? That's all I want Marvin to do is come to my hometown and enjoy it. And I don't want anybody to put any blemishes on his contribution to the National Football League because the brother was smooth. Oh, he was so smooth. Okay, we're going to take a time out. We're going to take a break. And we're going to come back. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. You bet.com's playing to win presented by the daily racing form. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the daily racing form or click on playing to win at you Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Sports on the Voice America Network. And I'm here to tell you that, wow, Peyton Manning's gone, man. 
Peyton Manning. All those Peyton Manning fans out there. My niece is a Peyton Manning fan. I don't know how. We live in Ohio. She now lives in Minnesota. She's a, she's a Peyton Manning fan. But 18 got 18 in, and, now, and I'm happy for him. And, you know, he's going to ride off into the sunset. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where he, he deserves it. You know, I'm glad he's walking away. I hope he enjoys his family. Hope he continues to, you know, go watch his brother play. Um, don't stay away from don't don't stay away don't stay away from the game. I mean, really, if you think about it, if it's something that you love, and there is a still a way that you can enjoy it, wouldn't you continue to do that? I, I sometimes struggle with guys who played the game and gave the game so much of their life, and then they just want to shed it. Now, it's not that. Football is your life. That's not what I'm saying. But you were a fan of the game. Don't you still love the game? Don't you still, I mean, you love it. You don't just have to love it, but to, to play it is not all it should be about. There's a person from my hometown, a great, great man, uh, Alan Page. And, and I, I had Alan as a guest on the show one time. And I, I thought Alan loved the game, and he said he did not. Uh, in fact, I don't think he liked it that much. How can you not like something that much how could you not love something that much and be one of the greatest that ever do it can you imagine that and then go on to be a you know a united states judge uh, that alice is a, is a talented man uh, but but that just goes to show you that it's not who we are it doesn't totally define us it's a piece of your life that people can never talk about your life from birth to death and not mention football. So it's, it's a piece of your life. So if you could extend that piece a little bit longer, go ahead and enjoy it. Because you actually, when you, when you take yourself away from the game and away from those people who, who cherish the moments that you gave them, you really cheat them. There are people out there that, that want to see you in different places, and they just want to shake your hand. They want to thank you, and they want to tell you, man, I, I, I tell you what, man, I made about Mm, $5,000 off you over the years, <laughs> you know, because they bet on you. You know, there's some guys out there that can tell you about plays that you made. I talked to my good friend Frank Minifield the other day, and Frank was telling me, you know, man, there's a whole lot. I probably uh, forgot more plays than I remember, you know. So you probably remember some plays that players don't even remember themselves, certainly with the concussion issue out here. But, but, but this the joy that you players have bought to these fans that there's another piece to it, and that is the chance to meet you, to shake your hand, to say thank you, to tell you, man, I stood out in the cold in the lines for a long time. When I first moved here to Phoenix myself, I met a man that was a Cleveland Browns fan, and he told me this great story he had about how he had went to see uh, the 1986 Cleveland Browns when we played against the New York Jets, and, and I think it was a double overtime game, and, and, and the, the people who left the stadium and tried to get back in the stadium, because Bernie, as I said, take him home, Bernie, take him home. You know, Bernie took him home. These people had left the stadium, couldn't get back in, and one of the greatest football games ever, they, they, they missed the ending of it. Uh, but this man didn't. And then this man, because the tickets were going to go on sale Monday for the AFC Championship game against, yeah, those Denver Broncos, he called his job and told him, hey, listen, man, the Browns are playing home next week. I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not coming back. <laughs> you know, he, he put his job and his career on the line 
because he was a Cleveland Browns fan. And this was a chance for the first time. Well, they had a chance because you guys know what that was, uh, Brown right 88 or something. Uh, they know that game he lost against the Raiders would have, I don't know if that would put them in the Super Bowl or maybe the AFC Championship game. But our game against Denver, if we'd have won, we actually would have gone on to the Super Bowl. So he knew that he was going to witness history one way or the other because either we were going to win and go to the Super Bowl or we were going to lose and come close. In fact, as close as we'd ever come to going to the Super Bowl. And, of course, that game was the drive. But, again, it's an experience that the fans have. And to extend that experience is to meet these players and I know because I'm a fan. I, I don't care if I played the game or not. There's some people that I grew up watching. And I just, I just, when I meet them, I just have to, I got a Charlie Taylor story I tell you guys all the time. I never get tired of telling it. I, I saw Charlie Taylor at the, in Ken, the, the Hall of Fame weekend. Walked up to him and said, you know, Charlie, I just, yes, my name's Ray Ellis. You probably don't know me. I played a little bit of ball in the league myself, man. But I just want you to know as a high school football player here in Canton, Ohio, in that stadium where they have that Hall of Fame game at, I want you to know that every time I scored a touchdown, I couldn't do much. I, 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 didn't, I didn't do the Billy White Shoes thing, I, you know. I did the Charlie Taylor. And I stood up there with my hands over the top of my head and just stood up there the same way Charlie Taylor did at number 42 every time he caught a touchdown, and all he could do was laugh. But it, it, was, it was a moment that, I, that he appreciated because I was letting him know that I'm just not somebody who's talking. Let me show you how much I admire you. Let me tell you how much I tried to, let me show you how I tried to emulate you, and I did it. And it gave me great joy. It gave me, it gave me as much joy as... No, I'm not going to say it's tackling Walter Payton because that got me a starting job, so I'd be lying. But it, you know, it gave me great joy. It gave me great, great joy. So that's all I'm asking those out there who've played this game. Uh, continue to share um, your, your, your athletic experience and you as that number, whatever you were for whatever team you were. Continue to share that with those people that spend hundreds and thousands of dollars for tickets to let them know that you appreciate that because they help change your life and you help change their life because it's not like man i'm telling you I, I enjoy when i'm sitting around watching the buckeyes beat up on notre dame i enjoy when i watch you know the well the eagles don't beat up or they beat the cowboys okay i enjoy that uh the browns what well, mm -hmm, the browns don't beat nobody well you know you know what i'm saying and that's all i'm asking you guys to do Continue that. And listen, let me get back to Marvin, though, because it's important to me because I'm trying to get Marvin on the show. That's what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm trying to get Marvin on the show. I want Marvin to come on the show. But but I lived in Philadelphia for many years. And I, I met Marvin Harris when he was a young man uh, about to attend Syracuse home. You know, a couple had a banquet a couple of times. But Marvin was smooth as the other side of the pillow. And Marvin doesn't let, if it's so being so smooth, listen, you don't need a kink in the armor nowhere. So I'm hoping that Marvin doesn't get caught up in this debate about him getting in and, and T.O. not getting in. Because T.O.'s going to get in. He deserves to get in. But I don't want any, anybody to tarnish Marvin's reputation for what he did on the field. Marvin didn't talk trash on the field. Marvin did his job. And that was it. Marvin did his job and gave wanted to get the ball to Peyton. Here, Peyton, you take the ball. I don't need the ball. You take the ball. You. And, and it was one of those things where it, it, when you lined up against Marvin, you knew that Peyton knew that you was lined up against Marvin. 
but Marvin didn't care and Peyton didn't care. They was coming at you. And they were successful. Man, were they successful. All them yards Peyton got, you probably a third of those yards, if not half of them, he's on those passes to Marvin. And so, I, you know, I'm going back to the, the contribution that that receiver, you know, attributes to that quarterback's Hall of Fame career. But then also what I want to state is I want to make sure that we all know that there are players out there, if you want to be a Hall of Famer, you got to keep your mouth shut, play the game, do what's best for you and yourself and your team, and let all the riffraff go. You won't get 18 years in like Peyton. You won't be in the Hall of Fame like Marvin. These are two great men that are going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. They did. They handled their business the right way. They did it the right way. And I just can't, I can't wait. I'm excited about going to Canton this summer to see Marvin Harrison inducted. My concern, and I'm going to repeat it again as I close this show, is I don't want Marvin and, and, and those of you out there in the media because you dictate the conversation. Don't ask him those questions about T.O. You know T.O. is going to get in. Spend your time talking about Marvin because Marvin deserves it. Whatever's going on with T.O. and T.O.'s life, have that conversation with T.O. And, and, and don't go there about T.O. and Marvin got in and you didn't get in. So T.O. knows he's going to get in. Just let Marvin have his day. Let him enjoy his day. Well, I tell you what, I certainly appreciate all you guys listening. Peyton Manning, again, thank you for everything that you did for the National Football League because you did a lot for us. You made the game what it is for the last 18 years. You were always in the conversation. Well, what's Peyton going to do? What the Colts going to do? What Denver going to do? I think Peyton dropped the mic on the last one. He showed you what he was going to do. You've been listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. <laughs>